podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Episode 208, Sun and Fun Open Pod Night, Part 1, coming up next in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Newville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. And welcome back to Sun and Fun Radio Live, Chats from the Deck, the 25th annual broadcast of Chats from the Deck. Every year I try and do something new and exciting here at Sun and Fun Radio. And uh, those of you that are veterans of the fly-in whose name shall not be mentioned, no, I'm just kidding. Those of you who are are Air Venture veterans and and listen to aviation podcasts, I've heard of Potapalooza, which is a podcaster event that they do up there in Oshkosh. My understanding, I've never been, I've never attended, but my understanding is that this is a gathering somewhere on the field that they record and the podcasters can share it with them. Well, I, I you know, I, I've just, I've got to take it, a, take a good idea and make it better. So this year is the inaugural Open Pod Night, sponsored by Valeri Aviation. We, we huge thank you to Carl Valeri and, and Gina Valeri, Valeri Aviation, for stepping up and uh, and sponsoring our, our soiree tonight. Open Pod Night is pays homage to our HAL 9000 that we lost this year. Um, HAL, open the pod bay doors, HAL. Uh, and it also pays homage to podcasters, aviation podcasters. Nowadays, you can search the internet and find podcasts on anything and everything from underwater basket weaving to raising kittens to knitting to aviation, which is really cool. Aviation podcasts are far and wide. I mean, they are they cover every different aspect of aviation. And we thought that we would open the deck tonight to aviation podcasters to come in and tell us about who they are, what they do. And, um, and we're, again, we're Valeri Aviation sponsored the, the, our event tonight. Carl Valeri, thank you so much for what you're doing. And not only are they sponsoring us, they're providing us with a host. Now, I spend, I spend my time talking about Sun and Fun Radio. Who they get? <laughs> and so I'm going to let the guy who knows podcasts, because he has two very successful podcasts himself. So I'm going to turn the deck over to Carl Valeri, our host and sponsor for the night. He's going to be, he's got his lovely assistant next to him, otherwise known as Launchpad from the Airplane Geeks podcast. And I'm going to step back, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, our inaugural open pod night. Take it away, Carl. Well, Dave, thanks so much for that introduction. It is my pleasure and my honor to host the first open pod night. And uh, this is the brainchild of somebody from the Airplane Geeks, and that's Launchpad. Launchpad, I tell you, this was a great, terrific idea. I know that uh, they had the, the other event, and I'm so glad you thought of it. And us, uh, all the folks at Valeria Aviation Corporation were uh, involved in many things from consulting 
listening to having two podcasts, one called Aviation Careers Podcast and the Stuck Mike Avcast. That's General Aviation. And we've been doing so much consulting over the years. And when 9-11 happened, uh, we stepped up and tried to help people get jobs both in the United States and overseas. And we've been very blessed because of that. And we thought we'd pass those blessings along and help host this event tonight. Brad, or Launchpad, this is just great having you here. Tell us a little bit about the Airplane Geeks. Airplane... Hi, yeah, the Airplane Geeks has been running for, we're starting our, or we've just about finished our 10th year. We're in episode 548. Wow. We are not the oldest one. That's coming up. But we've been successful in not having any pod fade. We've kept going. We cover aviation in general. So we've had everything from CEOs of major aircraft Thing, uh, production lines all the way down to like we had the authors of Chicken Wings, the comics that run in EAA and in Trade Plane. And we try to give a good education. And as our host, Max Flight, who we may have a little bit from him later, uh, says, We're here to entertain and educate you along the way. And there are so many podcasts just like the airplane. Geeks have come from that and are educating, informing, we, and entertaining. We are proud to be the birth of uh, flying down or flying down under in Australia and uh, across the pond, which is now called the Extended Flight Cast. Who's just doing it in Britain? So we've already spun off two of our. Yeah, and, and have inspired people like myself to get into podcasting. One of the first of two podcasts, and we're going to talk about the other one, that I started listening to. And uh, Airplane Geeks, uh, I told everybody about this and said, you got to listen to these folks because it's so much fun. And I was honored to, I started doing field reports for them, and I got honored. I do a little bit more field reportings for them, and they've actually you know, made me uh, part of the staff so that we can go because we've got a, a CFI who's a you know serious CFI. We've got an aviation historian. We've got me, who's kind of a general aviation pilot, but an aviation enthusiast all over. And we've got Max, who's done a lot of corporate aviation and an engine guy. So he knows the, the, you know, where the money's going. You have a great staff there, and you got a, a great wide variety of hosts that bring so much to that podcast, and that's the reason you guys have been so successful. Just terrific. And our intent tonight is to give everybody a microphone, but before we begin, we're going to start with the people we owe, you know, the, the real guys of podcasting who've been doing it longer than us, they're let, and they're going to get all upset, but we're going to say, these guys won real literature awards, where the rest of us get to be, you know, we, you know, our podcast was rated as the number one by podcasting. They got the Baxter Award, you know, timeout. That's like a real journalism award. Yes. And that's so right. joining us from Uncontrolled Airspace is Dave and Jack. <laughs> or okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack, we need to trade hats. I know, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hi, how you doing? Thank you for having us. This is a lot of we fun. Are, uh, we could not do a pod, you know, a meet, a social media podcasting without you well that's very kind of you i'm sure you could but yeah uh, thank you appreciate that and but i want to i just want to go back a couple steps here did a minute ago you call us old you oh, did i heard, I heard that. that i heard that you called us old and and all i have to old say this. is that's really not not fair because jeb's not here to defend himself and <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I have to say I'm a little angry at you, Cap, though, because if it wasn't for them, I would have gone into the podcasting world along with airplane geeks, and now it's like become a something I do every day, all day, and all night. Tell my wife she can't get me away from the computer. Either I'm editing, I'm actually doing something like consulting, or I'm recording. And uh, you guys really, really have done a lot for not just me, but all these other people, for people to oh, get thanks. into it in the journalism. Yeah, that's thanks. Jeb and I were sure it wouldn't last longer than six weeks, and here we are 13 years later and still going at it and still having fun, which is the whole point of it, talking about aviation. We call it a hangar flying podcast because it's not really structured around any particular format. It's three pilots hanging around in the hangar after flying, shooting a breeze about aviation, and we try to bury the topics that we talk about. We talk about safety a little bit, regulatory stuff, industry stuff, uh, the kind of stuff that I got used to hearing at uh, hangars in and around Wichita, Kansas, where I live and where I learned to fly, or well, where I got my license. And uh, the, uh, the, the fact that after three episodes, people were listening and suggesting names and and it proved Jeb and me wrong. We were sure we'd find out the only people listening were our, would be our mothers, and they'd be going, what are they talking about? One of the things that, I, I mean, if, you, if you'd like to have a, some sort of perspective on what it is we're trying to do, um, one of the things that, that um, I think, and I'm sure others do this to a certain extent, but, but it's very, very on our minds as we plan our episodes, and that is that although we do talk about products from time to time, um, uh, products that we're interested in, products that, that we think are, are notable and whatnot, um, we have never had... And I, maybe I shouldn't say never, but basically we have never had a guest on our podcast who was there simply to talk about a product, um, because we want we want it to be hangar flying. I mean, as Dave said, so we want it to be you know, and we get product people who come on the podcast, all right, and we let them talk about their product a little bit. But I insist that they also tell me about their airplane um, or the kind of flying they do, um, and you know, we want that conversation to be like the one that you have in your hangar. Right, and if the product guy wanders into your hangar, um, you know maybe you care a little bit about his product, but you also want to hear about what kind of airplane he has, or, or or that kind of thing. And so we really work very hard to keep it that kind of a casual, conversational kind of thing. So much for your insurance. Tell me about that Stinson that you have in the hangar. That's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, we, you know, we've we've just had fun doing it, and uh, we got started almost as a lark, um, literally because we liked talking about airplanes, and uh, turned it into the podcast, and, and now we just can't, can't stop. It's, it's, we literally can't stop. It's, it's a little bit of a, I don't know, an addiction or something. I mean, all kidding aside, the, one of the reasons we haven't stopped is because we enjoy talking to each other so much. Um, I, you know, I mean, these guys were my friends. The, uh, Jeb and Dave were friends even longer. They were friends a long time before we started the podcast. Um, I got to know Dave first for a few years, and then Jeb, I met Jeb later on, but Dave had long, known him for a long time. And but, we were all on staff at uh, a daily newspaper at that other air show. That's how we kind of well, got roped into this. That's what I wanted to ask about. Back up, Dave, and tell us about your history because... You know, you're not just two yahoos like the guy talking on the mic right now who thought aviation was cool. You've been writing and working. You know, give us your quick resume and oh my! You might All right, let's be clear. They are both yahoos, okay? But <laughs> all right, but they're very, 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 very uh, experienced and, and well, aviation smart yahoos. As, so. as quick as I can get through it, I stumbled into journalism uh, in college, and uh, when I got out, 
I was a hang glider pilot, had about 400 hours, and the first job I landed was on a, a hang gliding mag- magazine that was published for over 40 years called Glider Rider, published out of Chattanooga, where I learned to fly hang gliders. Uh, the next job was uh, with AOPA. The next job was on an airline trade magazine, then a New York Business Daily in their Washington Bureau covering aviation there. Uh, along the way, I added an air, a real pilot's license to the 3,000-odd hours I had in hang gliders and ultralights. And then uh, a few years ago, I uh, cut the cord with my uh, last newspaper job, hung a shingle out, and been doing this, you know, on pretty much on my own ever since. And the podcast has actually enhanced my work because of the people it's, uh, it's exposed me to and people that have heard about me. And, and we did win the Gordon Baxter Trophy uh, what was that, 2008 or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. And uh, there was a trophy given out to, in the name of Gordon Baxter, the flying magazine columnist. And uh, I'll tell you, the three of us were sure that it was a hoax when we got these formal envelopes from EAA saying that we'd been selected for the, for the prize that year. But, but it was a terrific honor. I mean, I, a terrific I, I, honor. I'm very, very proud of that. You know, let's touch on something you said there about the relationships and what it's brought to your lives. And I think that's something that's really important as we discuss with all the other podcasters, what, it, what it's done for you personally. I'm sure it's, it's changed you as an individual, both of you, all the podcasters. In what way has it done that? I mean, in what way in your life do you feel that your podcast has, has changed you? Well, for one thing... It introduced an element of celebrity to my life that I was not prepared for. I can tell you a story about this if he doesn't. Go ahead. Yeah, the first time somebody walked out of a crowd up at that other air show and came over and talked to me and went, you're Dave Higdon from Uncontrolled Airspace, I was ready to quit. He was shook. I'm telling you. He came up to me afterwards and he was like, he did not like this. I'm, I'm a journalist by trade and a pilot by choice. And anonymity has always been kind of a shield as a journalist my name goes on the article but nobody recognizes me by the name and then people started to recognize me by my voice and then by the picture of me on the website and uh it it unsettled me quite a bit uh, because that didn't go with my career as a tradition unless you're working for one of the big papers and showing up on the sunday talk shows and i think he was genuinely ready to quit i he really didn't you know oh that was a very very different kind of model to talk me down yeah Uh, uh, but i'm Uh, glad i stuck with it i'm glad they drugged me back they i tried to get out they dragged me back in (laughs) and uh and it's been a blast since then and i enjoy meeting the listeners uh they're always great fun uh and the most gratifying thing in in the years that we've been doing it is meeting someone who says I got my license after listening to you guys, or I got back into flying after listening mm-hmm. to you guys. I got inspired. I'd always wanted to learn to fly. I listened to you guys. You, you made it feel like it was something that I could accomplish, and now I'm a pilot, and there's no better reward in, for me than hearing that from a listener. It was worth it. It yeah. was worth it to put up with all that and, and yeah. bring yourself back into that fold. I mean, I, I could imagine, you know, having people come up to you and be a little bit scary at first if you're not used to that. That's for sure. Because uh, your face isn't out there normally, but your voice is. And now, and, and, and I'm glad you did because you really have inspired so many people. And that's, uh, that's truly changed you. And I well, know and my, uh, my career in journalism, aviation journalism, has really uh, been a boost. It's been a bonus because of written about sport aviation, business aviation, the airline industry. Uh, 
anything on the civil side. I've never done the military stuff, but I had some great mentors and who brought me up and helped me learn and understand. And uh, this is all I've done since 1981. So I got lucky. How about you? I mean, how's it how's it changed you? Um, it. You know, I haven't I haven't been able to use it as a showcase for my work the way they have, and it pleases me that that it, that it's helped them that way. Um, for me, it's just it's exposed me to a lot of people. I mean, it's 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 almost cliche to say how many nice people I've met over the years, but it's really a, a real thing. It's just so pleasant to have met people, and to have met all these fellow podcasters. I mean, yeah. no joke. Uh, it, you know, it's just it's it's very very uh, uh, gratifying to be part of this. This, you know, I mean, there's the bigger aviation community, but there's also the community of, of aviation podcasters, you know, and so um, that that's been pleasant. Um, I, I think I'm certainly a better pilot, a more knowledgeable pilot, um, because I sit down with these two very experienced guys, and and every you know every week or every two weeks now, um, and talk about airplanes. I'm I'm much more informed about the the news of the industry. I'm much more informed about about you know flying practices and and things like that. And so, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would like to think that some of our listeners benefit that way, too. But I certainly have. That's for sure. And once in a while, somebody will ask, how, how do I feel about this competition, this podcast or that, co- that it's podcast? Uh, they're not competitors. We're complementary. We all have our own little niches, our own little takes on it. And in the big view of things, there's a place for all of us and listeners who tune in to us specifically because of how we fit into their flying lives. Well, gosh, well said. And uh, you can find your podcast on the Internet. Yep. Uh, go to our, our webpage, uh, uncontrolledairspace.com, and you can get, uh, you know, sort of all the basic information you want. You can also look it up through the iTunes directory and all the other podcasting directories, um, but or, or go direct to uh, uncontrolledairspace.com, and, uh, and you'll see all of our show notes and what the latest greatest is and links to the audio files and, and things like that. And, hey, Carl... Coming up next, I've got kind of, if you will, the moral opposite of flying um, <laughs> that UCAP is wow. in. I'd like to introduce my, my. Max Flight, and he's from the UAV Digest. He's the drone guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I don't want to step on you. I, I don't know where we got this reputation of, of, of being very anti-drone. I don't think that's accurate. But let's talk but it, about that. We'll talk about quotes about Skynet. Well, that's anti-computers, which, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, Max. So, uh, yeah. Um, Launchpad was talking about how um, there have been spinoff podcasts. Um, others have uh, been inspired by airplane geeks and have uh, gone on to create their own podcasts. And the um, the UAV Digest is actually one that we spun off on our own uh, about, I don't know, about five years ago. Uh, we ended up finding ourselves talking about drones so often on Airplane Geeks that David Vanderhoof and I uh, decided to uh, scale back on that because uh, a lot of folks were just not that interested in, in drones at that time. And uh, we, we created the UAV Digest uh, to, uh, to focus on that. And the times were really, really different. You know, if you think it, it's been the same issues all along, it's really changed a lot. Back then, the big issue was, do you call them drones? And I remember the the first because they're not drones, not technically most of them. 
uh, because especially then they weren't autonomous. And I remember that one of the uh, major, one of the first major drone industry conferences uh, had, as many do, Wi-Fi for the media and a password to get in, into the Wi-Fi for, for the media. The password was, don't call them drones. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's changed. And now, you know, now they're drones. Everybody just calls them drones. The other thing that was uh, characteristic back then is anytime you saw an article in the mainstream press that had anything to do with drones, the photograph, the stock photo that accompanied it was always... You know, uh, a, you know, a, um, um, a, 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 predator. a predator firing hell, hellfire missiles. You know, that was it. Mm-hmm. it. It could be about, you know, a little quadcopter, but the picture with the article. So uh, David and I, our, our objective was to uh, look at drones from a positive standpoint. We didn't want to talk about military applications, at least not much. We want to talk about hobbyist applications, civil applications. And we wanted to sort of follow the, the industry as, as it developed uh, from a regulatory standpoint. Of course, back then, five years ago, we all thought we'd you know, have that settled by now. And then there's still a lot of work to be done. And a, a, a lot of the, you know, the pilots that we knew were just deathly afraid of them. A lot of them thought that there was going to be a drone coming through their windscreens. You know, because of all these, you know, yutzes out there. Yeah, well, I mean, Launchpad's pointing to us like, oh, yeah, you were the guys. I mean, we, we, do, we do have concerns about, and you about should. airspace yeah, conflicts, yeah, all right? Yeah. Um, and because there are a few, I mean, I don't know how many, but, you know, there are UAV operators, all right, who are careless or out, outright reckless or whatnot, all right? Um, sure, and, sure. And, and that's... That's a very dangerous situation, right? and I'm sure you know that you, you acknowledge that, right? But I also my experience, especially as time goes on, my experience from and, and I'm I'm a, I'm actually a drone owner. Right? I'm actually I own a little hobbyist drone, right? Um, and uh, um, because as a technologist, I'm fascinated sure, by them, yes, right? Yes. And uh, so uh, my as I sort of watch this 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 I don't know I won't call it industry or whatever it is um it appears that more and more of the operators are responsible all right and 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 are doing the right thing Uh, the problem is that it it's going to take only a small handful one drone operator to cause some terrible terrible tragedy and screw the pooch for the rest of them for everybody else and and so yeah we talk about it and and maybe we sound like we're very very anti-drone um and i i don't i don't think we really feel that way Um, um and and you know as people who like to fly, uh, speaking for myself, I guess I, I'm I'm fascinated on many levels with them. Right, you know, it's so. it's it's flight of a different sort. Yeah. Well, and my my uh, attitude toward this new type of flying yes. was informed a lot by coming up through hang gliders and ultralights when they were new, and there was all this hue and cry. These guys don't know anything. They don't belong in the airspace and all that, and. We learned and we fit in in the acceptance crew, and that was the only thing I was concerned about on is having them fit into the airspace in an accommodating way, uh, playing by the same rules as the rest of us, uh, being able to track them, uh, collision avoidance. Uh, I said, when you come up with a UAV that can see and avoid, sign me up. And yes. we're getting there. And it's very interesting. There are, there are a lot of um, organizations, including NASA and some others, who are looking at uh, what they call UTM, 
UAS traffic management, UAS being unmanned air, aerial or aircraft systems, um, you know, how do you coexist? Now, this is not an original idea, but someone has recently suggested that uh, we, we can call it UTM, but the U shouldn't be UAS or UAV. It should be universal, universal traffic management, mm -hmm. because you know all types of, of aircraft have to, to coexist in the national airspace, and we want the system that right, th right. that you're you're talking about that uh, well, there can be a recognition of the other aircraft. Sure. sure. Just today, I picked up a lead on a story I'm going to be working for my business aviation client in the next week, couple of weeks. A company called Arion has been putting yes. satellites up. They've got global ADSB tracking in the sky everywhere and that's going to make things a lot easier it will. as long as everybody plays by the rule I, I know we're running out of time on this segment um, and and i think we're going to be rotated out now so uh thank you to you guys um, i would you. like to leave a question on the table that maybe you might address yes, um in the next segment so to the extent i have a bona fide concern about about uavs it's this it's not reckless operators all right it's that drones are a huge industry and they haven't even hardly begun to grow yet all right um i attended a my day job puts me in the background at various tech conferences i was at a tech conference that was all about new businesses and seed money and all this kind of thing and it was a presenter talking about drones who talked about the amount of investment money that was going to be available for drone projects, drone businesses? All right? right, and and I fear that that this success that is inevitable for a UAVs is going to drive general aviation to the side in 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 the airspace rule. As time goes on, I fear that airspace rules will dramatically veer towards allowing UAVs and disallowing uh, uh, airplanes like my Cessnas and yeah, and, that's and, interesting. And, and his Sonics yeah, and yeah. things like we're, that. We're, well, let's table that, that for you guys to talk about in the next we, segment. Thanks again for coming here. Thanks for having us. Uncontrolled Airspace, great podcast. Can't wait Thank for the next you. 17 years. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, okay. You saved that to the last. All right. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Car Carl, cheers. Carl, you're trying to time manage podcasters. I, mean, uh, I know. These people crazy. are like, this is crazy. We got a hard break. It's live radio. We're going to a break. We'll come right back. You're listening to Sun and Fun Radio, liveatc.net slash SNF. This is Trevor Simino from Chart It All, celebrating Sun and Fun Radio's 25th anniversary. You're listening to Sun and Fun Radio, WPEP 788, 1510 AM, and online at liveatc.net slash SNF. Sun and Fun thanks our sponsor, Geico. Founded in 1936, the company serves more than 16 million private passenger customers, insuring more than 27 million vehicles, both auto and cycle. Visit Geico.com where you can purchase policies, make policy changes, report claims, and print insurance ID cards. Geico also provides insurance quotes on motorcycles, all-terrain vehicles, boats, travel trailers, and motorhomes. Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Sun and Fun thanks our official ice cream sponsor, Dairy Queen North Lakeland, as they celebrate their brand new store located at 4710 U.S. Highway 98 North in Lakeland. It's a fresh new building with a retro look and feel where you can stop in for some hot eats and cool treats, including my personal favorite, the Blizzard. Sun and Fun thanks our sponsor, Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Aircraft Spruce carries everything a pilot could need, including pilot supplies, aircraft parts, avionics and instruments, building materials and kits, and flight training supplies, always at the lowest prices, guaranteed. 
As a leading aviation supply house in the world, Aircraft Spruce is dedicated to providing the highest quality products, accurate and complete same-day order shipment, and world-class customer service. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty is the proud sponsor of Hangar B and can be found at booths B1 through B9 or online at aircraftspruce.com. Center Fund thanks our sponsor, the Central Florida Development Council. For over 30 years, the Central Florida Development Council has been promoting Polk County as a premier business destination, advocating for key business issues, and working to grow Polk's economy based on high-skill, higher-wage, sustainable businesses. The CFDC offers business services to local and prospective companies looking to expand or relocate their operations in Central Florida's Polk County. You can find out more about how the Central Florida Development Council can help position your business for prosperity at cfdc.org. Sun and Fun thanks our sponsor, Aviators Hotline and AircraftForSale.com. Aviators Hotline, bringing buyers and sellers together in aviation for over 40 years. Aviators Hotline is the trusted monthly resource the aviation industry has relied on for over 40 years to help find or sell single or twin engine piston aircraft and related parts and services. Available in print and digital format, Aviators Hotline is distributed to subscribers, qualifying FBOs, and aircraft owners worldwide. Get a free copy or subscribe at booth B32. You can stop by Aviators Hotline and Hangar B, booth B32, or visit them online at aviatorshotline.com. Since 1984, Gulf Coast Avionics has been a leading supplier of quality avionics from name brand manufacturers to keep pilots, aircraft owners, and operators flying. With a comprehensive inventory and its helpful and knowledgeable avionics experts, you're sure to find everything you need in avionics, ADSB solutions, instruments, headsets, pilot supplies, panel design, avionics repair, and more. And their lowest price guarantee means you'll never overpay. You can visit Gulf Coast Avionics in Hangar Delta or on the web at gulfcoastavionics.com. Sun and Fun thanks our sponsor, LiveATC.net. LiveATC.net is the place to listen to live air traffic control audio feeds from every corner of the world on your laptop, tablet, or smartphone. From the busiest airline hubs to your local airport, you can hear aviation in action at LiveATC.net. You can even volunteer to be a part of this unique network, helping to bring new receiver sites and frequencies online. You can follow them on Twitter, at LiveATC, or like them on Facebook. LiveATC.net, live air traffic from their headsets to you. Civil Air Patrol has three missions. CAP conducts most of the Air Force-supervised search and rescue operations in the United States, using more than 500 aircraft. It's also the largest aerospace education organization in the nation, and it serves more than 20,000 cadets ages 12 to 21 with leadership development, flight training, and other services. CAP has volunteer positions for pilots, non-pilot aircrew, IT professionals, educators, lawyers, and others. You can find out more about CAP's mission and how to join at GoCivilAirPatrol.com. And we're back at Open Pod Bay. Here we are, and continuing on, we've got Max Flight from the UAV, who's, I believe, when we last left you with a question about drones. Yeah, Jack raised a really interesting point, which is that, you know, there are different forms of aviation competing for a limited amount of airspace. And if, uh, if drones uh, come in with uh, requirements for a lot of that airspace, delivery drones, all kinds of activities like that, um, might that push GA uh, sort of out of it because of the, uh, the money, because of the amount of investment, because of the, the potential, the billions of dollars that are forecasted for the, you know, the unmanned aircraft market? And could that negatively impact... Uh, general aviation, because uh, you know, 
everybody's trying to use the same space, or at least a certain portion of it. It's a really interesting issue. I it haven't is, heard that before. Well, and I think people always want to actually fly. You know, they see birds, they want to get up in the air, personally want to get in the air. I don't think we'll see much of a change in that. And the only way you're going to do that is not with a drone, but actually in an airplane. But sure. uh, it's just like we do with the, you know, the airline pilots out there. You know, I was listening to him talk, and I remember us talking the same thing about people flying those Pipers and Cessnas around. And I think we will be able to commingle in the airspace. I think sure. ultimately, yes. And these are the conversations you have over at the UAV Digest, the UAV and we Digest. want to make sure we, we let people know where they can find that online. Sure, that's it's simple. It's at theuavdigest.com. And if you can't remember that, just do dronepodcast.com. Dronepodcast.com. Yeah, that's easier. <laughs> that's simple. But UAV Digest, one of the things that I've always learned is from your guests that come on there. And, and uh, actually, I actually contributed a long time ago yes, yes, to uh, yes. an NBAA meeting that they had. One of the, some of their first folks that were on there actually using drones commercially, yeah, yeah. etc. And that was so much fun. Uh, and to this day, I finally got my 107. I, and uh, I got my first uh, drone lesson from uh, the f- person at the NTSB that actually does the drones and does the drone yeah. photographs. One of the things we've done uh, to, to sort of help uh, build the audience engagement for the UAV Digest is we created a, a Slack group for that. And I don't know if everybody's familiar with Slack, but you can kind of think of it as sort of Twitter on steroids uh, except it's it's cl- for in our case it's closed so not just any you know schmuck can 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 join it's not, you know it's for the it's, yeah i know it's for the listeners to come in and we get a lot of feedback we get a lot of story ideas a lot of conversation uh, some of our listeners are actively involved in the um, uh, with the FAA and with the uh, the groups that have formed in order to address some of the issues that need to be tackled, so we have some great conversations with our guests or with our sorry with our uh, listeners. What's really interesting about Max is the fact that he's so involved in podcasts, and you really hit it out of the park helping produce. Uh, you also involve airplane geeks. You yeah, have digest, I have three now. So I, many. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and it's just amazing what you've done. And, and using that skills, you've brought UAV Digest to the fore. And I, everybody has learned from it and also has had fun with it. That's the biggest thing. I Thank had fun you. with it. Oh, yeah. You got it. Real quick, Max, let's talk about the PACX experience. PACX podcast? Yeah. All right. So the PACX, they tell you that it, when you... When you make up a name for a podcast, make sure people can understand what your podcast is about just for, from the name. So if you know what PaxX is, then this, that shows for you. If you don't know what PaxX is, then it's probably not. So Pax is the airline lingo for passenger. The X part is experience. So this is a, a, a hyper-focused, uh, hyper-niche podcast where we look, uh, when I say we, that's uh, uh, with Mary Kirby, uh, part of the Runway Girl Network. And we look at things like IFE systems and uh, seat technology and, uh, you know, everything related to the, the experience that you as a passenger have when you fly commercially. And what's your frequency on that? Are you monthly? monthly? It's a monthly 30-minute podcast. And that's at PaxXPodcast.com. Cool. So you're here double-seated. Well, just the opposite. They're not double-seated, but there's three of them here. Hey, look what I found in the wandering around and bailed them out of jail. I have... Uh, Larry Overstreet. Hello, hello. He was sipping his beer, so you had to give him a second. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll introduce him by his title, Lord Mayor. 
Lord Mayor, yes. <laughs> Larry, Some welcome. Say. Welcome. And, uh, and we have a couple other folks from uh, the Stuck Mike Avcast. And, of course, that's our podcast uh, or my podcast at uh, Valeria Aviation Corporation. It's actually all of ours, the, the folks that put this together. And I couldn't do it without our co-host, Larry Overstreet, Victoria Newville, also on the deck. Uh, somebody who's uh, come a long way since we started podcasting, especially in your flying, that's for sure. I still say I got tricked into it. You did. But I'm still here. You actually did. And, uh, and also we have Tom Frick. Tom, uh, welcome to the deck here. You're usually behind all the machinery that, uh, back there. I don't know what that stuff does. Oh, all that engineering all stuff the engineering back there, stuff. all those buttons and <laughs> lights. And, yeah, it's, it's real confusing. He and just presses them to look cool. He does, it, it and he does. looks cool. You know, you stand back there and just look like you're working real hard. The, the ultimate thing is to make everybody sound good. Yes. And also joining us here is uh, Russ Rosleski, uh, another one of the co-hosts that knows quite a few things about approaches. Yeah, thanks, Carl. Good and, to be here. Yeah, welcome. And guys, we're, we're going to keep uh, Max on the deck here with us and kind of interact with uh, the folks uh, over at uh, UAV Digest. And uh, But first of all, what is the Stuck Mike Avcast? It's about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. We've got our start, uh, Len Costa, as a brainchild of the podcast. Uh, he saw one of my websites, uh, Expert Aviator, where I was blogging and said, hey, why don't we take your articles and we'll talk about those in the podcast. And he brought in Victoria. The first podcast actually was somebody who was a uh, test pilot who's now a test pilot with another company that I'm not supposed to mention. So uh, it's uh, another commercial aircraft that has just come to the fore and is a big sponsor here at Sun and Fun. And uh, and then we just kind of started bringing people in that, that wanted to join that discussion about loving to fly and learning to fly and living to fly. And one of the things I think is great is the interaction we have, but also what we bring to the folks. Every episode, we want people to learn something. Whether it's about insurance, something aviation-related. Yeah. Uh, we don't do a heck of a lot with drones, uh, but we might find somebody uh, that might know something that might want to be a guest on the podcast, might be here mm. across the table. And <laughs> we'd, we'd love to have Who Max. That and that would be Max Flight. But, guys, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I didn't get a chance to, to ask uh, Max this, and uh, I'll put you all on the spot on this one, is I feel it's changed me, the whole podcasting. has changed my life. You know, before... Um, I think it was uh, uh, Dave uh, Higdon was talking about the fact that he didn't really feel comfortable when people started coming up to him and, and recognizing him at events and that type of thing. Having got my start back in the early 80s in television, so I, I was recognized basically by my face. Back then, I was a lot skinnier and no gray hair, so you can see why. You know, I've changed a little bit since then. <laughs> now you're distinguished. Now, now I'm distinguished. Oh, thank you. Instead of calling me the fat old guy. The, you know, <laughs> but but it's it's actually been a change in that I could actually hide behind, I thought I could hide behind the, the microphone, but that, that didn't happen. No, no. It really doesn't. And people do come out and find you, but it's changed my life in many ways. I've made a lot of friends. It's challenged me uh, in the question. We do a lot of challenging type of questions podcast where we ask questions and put forth different topics max what do you yeah. what, what is uh, we'll talk about uav digest but in general you're involved uh, in a lot of different podcasts how do you think that's changed you and your life oh boy so many ways it's really hard to, <laughs> it's hard to think of them all i mean the the people that you meet you know the the community is uh is is significant and, and amazing i mean aviation people are, are just you know great people anyway they are. so uh th that part of it's kind of uh, kind of easy uh, another aspect of it is uh, how I was surprised to find how we impacted other people's lives. I mean, there are a lot of people who are who are flying now 
who weren't before and were inspired because of Airplane Geeks and some of these other, uh, other shows that we do. Um, there are people who had dreams and, and were frustrated and never uh, pursued them and as a result of getting motivated through, through the shows have, have done those things. So one of the things that I've always thought of when I think of Max is you're such a prolific podcaster. Does it ever wear you down? Do you ever get tired and think, oh my gosh, this is, I got to put another one out? No, mostly what I get tired is walking around sun and fun. I have blisters on my feet from walking around today trying to find, find people that I was looking for. Uh, no, I mean, it, it, part of it's because it's a, it, it's a community. And when you do this for a certain period of time, you you're sort of feel obligated to the community. Um, people are expecting you. People are, you know, whether it's co-hosts or whether it's people listening to the show, people are counting on you. And so, you, you know, when you sign up to do this, uh, you've got kind of an obligation to, uh, you know, to support them. Well, Max, I have to say, and you're not supposed to do this in public, is you probably are my favorite podcaster for one reason, is that you truly have that passion and you're very genuine in what you say. And Thank I've, you. I've Thank tried you. to use that as much as I can in what I do with the podcast and what I put forth and yeah. to be as transparent as possible. And you, you, you truly are somebody that can be looked upon as being a great podcaster and also a great producer, too. I'm so I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I can blushing. tell. You can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't take right we're just sunburned. So, Max, it's been great having you on the deck. Uh, again, yeah, we can yeah, find I, find you at UAV Digest. We, uh, we Again, we're going to have you back on the podcast, Stuck Mike Avcast, but go out there and enjoy sure. the rest of the show. Thank uh, you. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful place to be. It, it? it truly is. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Well, Stuck Mike Avcast is on the deck here, and uh, one of the things that I, I love to do is, and we're trying to do this more and more, is talk about, it's open pod night here, and we're relating between podcasts, and we just talked to UAV Digest. We're about airplanes, not about UAVs, but we do have this great connection between those podcasters, and it really, uh, it is a podcast that's changed my life. Like I said, it's it's been something that has been such a blessing, especially with this podcast, when someone comes up to me and tells me, just like a lot of us have said, it's almost cliche, that, hey, I started started flying because of you. I continue my flying because of you mm-hmm. and because of the rest of your hosts. And that's that's actually been an incredible blessing. Larry, uh, I was wondering, what, how's, how's this changed your life, the whole podcasting world, other than lack of sleep? Oh, well, you know, when I when I started listening to podcasts, there were only a few of them out there, mm-hmm. uh, aviation podcasts. And, uh, and we're blessed today with just a huge number of podcasts that seem to be going narrower and deeper on specific topics, you know, whether that's uh, the GA world or the sailplane world or, um, you know, the airline world or whatever, um, careers, you know. And so it it feels like it's just a, a super rich environment where you can get people who are such experts at what they, you know, their, their little slice of aviation and that they're willing to share it, you know, and that there's so much information to share that they're not just doing one episode, but they're doing you know, episode after after episode after episode for a year, two, three, five, ten, you know. And um, so while they used to be, you know, pretty broad in general, I'm really enjoying the depth of information that we can get now. And that's something that I think you've been able to bring to the fore and also somebody else that we kind of tricked into being on the podcast many, many years ago, and that's Victoria. I, I know I, it wasn't purposeful, I think. I think Not at all. I think we asked for you to be on the podcast. I don't think we actually mentioned how many it was i guess a misunderstanding i <laughs> thought i was going to be a guest 
And know. then I, after that, they're like, well, so let's schedule the next one. And I was like, wait up, what? what? <laughs> and I haven't, I had never listened to a podcast before, so I didn't really know what was involved, but it turned out pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. And, you, you know, you do a great job, especially at the live shows. I love listening to you and watching you interact with people. And uh, one of the things that I think has been great is that you've become a, a real role model, especially for all the women out there in aviation that are looking to move forward in either their careers or just their, their lives flying, general aviation. Uh, you have not been without your challenges, though, during the whole process. I, I like to keep it real. I think, you know, I'm not going to lie and be up here and be like, oh, aviation is all hunky-dory and all the time like yeah sometimes it sucks sometimes you don't have the time and you don't have the money so um, I love to share how I made the time and how I earned scholarships kind of like you have your scholarship guide, so there's a good plug for thank you. Um, aviationscholarships.com. Is that it? Uh, aerospace scholarships.com. Aviation careers podcast. So you can yeah, so um, very helpful and you know getting me started, and um, I'm getting my starting my CFI next month. So you guys will get to hear all about that, the the bad and the good. Um, it's pretty overwhelming through you have a scholarship. To learn a lot. Through a scholarship, right. yes. Through women in aviation. Women in aviation. Awesome. And awesome. they do have five new scholarships. That just came out, Good and point. they um, the deadline's May 31st, so check that out. Um, men and women, even though it's women in aviation, can apply. Yeah, make sure you do that. Go out there. All you have to do is be a member of uh, Women in Aviation, a great organization open to all people. Uh, this truly has changed your life, that's for sure. I mean, not realizing you'd be here on the on the mic all the time. It, it really has made you a, a, a better person, I think, don't you? Yeah, a better person um, because of all you lovely people. Aww. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I had to bring some heart to it. I'm surrounded by guys here. Let me get emotional. <laughs> but you guys are like my brothers. I, you know, I bicker so with them Russ. Angels? Yeah. <laughs> is that a tear in Tissue your eyes? It is a tear in my <laughs> Tissue, please. <laughs> well, thanks, Victoria, for coming. I know you have to run, but yeah, there's somebody else I have We're to. Calls. We have to mention one more thing oh, that, yes. uh, because you do uh, the re- one of the reasons you're here is that you do an aviation insurance. So tell me a little bit about Aviation Insurance Resources. Aviation Insurance Resources is my day job. Um, We shop all the markets, all the aviation insurance markets, to make sure you get the best rates at the broadest coverage. So just give me a call, um, 877-AIR-PROS, and we can uh, take down your information and uh, see what we can do for you. Um, It's really cool. We are all pilots. You cannot work for our company unless you are a pilot. So when you call us a human pilot answers and we know what we're talking about and we get excited for your new aircraft purchase uavs light sports and and certified aircraft thanks so and much, balloons Victoria. now too. balloons too that's right yes. balloons also well real quickly uh tom frick uh i know this has changed your life that's for sure the podcasting you've gotten involved in many different projects absolutely and just you know aviation has just been there's just so many arms and so many branches you know and i need to say you know as you were talking to vic and, and victoria and how she got onto the podcast and it was like she thought she was coming on as a guest. Larry and I looked at each other and went, "Hey, wait, that's wait, how wait, I got. <laughs> wait, well, that's that's exactly what happened, you know? Oh no, it's just a one-off deal. And what has it been? We're tricky, aren't uh, we? A couple of years now, it's coming on. So yeah, and and it has it has branched off in all sorts of different things. You know, I mean, you and you and I first met and uh, you know hooking up here with uh, Sun and Fun Radio and and starting through that, um, and then just 
all the different areas of aviation that you can go around to. It's just amazing how many people there are out there. And, and as Larry was saying, it's just it just never ceases to amaze me how much people want to share information. Like nobody holds anything back. It's not they like we're do. it's not like we're holding industry secrets. You know, we're we're all willing to talk, and somebody will grab onto a niche idea and run with it, and and, and get as much information out there. You know, because I mean, most of the stuff. Um, you know, when I first started learning how to fly, everything was documented. You had to read books and and things like that. And now with this podcast idea and, and social media, there's just so much information out there, and, and we're getting as a aviation society better and better and better at, at cataloging this stuff into specific things that you can find and you know that's that's what i see is you know all of these podcasters here is um creating um a, a true service to to pilots and to general aviation and and you know i'm learning that more and more as we go on and we appreciate what you do and all the other folks on stuck mike as a matter of fact one last person we have from stuck mike afghast russ Rosleski, who brings a lot of knowledge with approaches but we want to talk not so much about your knowledge but quickly sum up you know, how has it changed your life, the podcast? Well, I, unlike all the rest of you, <laughs> I was a guest on the podcast in 2013, and I was a guest once. And then a couple years later, I was brought back to be a, a, one of the co-hosts. So I was not <laughs> suckered in by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, um, this, you know we, need, we need a forum to discuss and learn. And a lot of times in a lot of areas of our life, we, we do things and we, we do them because that's how we think they should be done. But we don't have that forum to discuss and learn about how – how they maybe should be done or better ways to do things. And so I learned so much from this podcast, uh, just, you know, being in discussions with the rest of you guys and, and Victoria and, and a little known fact, I guess I listen to the podcast on, you know, by myself once it comes out and it was part of it is to see if I said anything stupid, I need to you know, post any corrections, but, uh, but you know, otherwise if I'm not on the show, yeah, I listen to this podcast because it is a great forum to discuss uh, issues some current events some technical issues. And, you know, I, like Carl said, I, I know a lot about certain things, but you know we all have our narrow, you know, um, knowledge areas, and it's great to broaden out with other people's experience. So it has been a wonderful, wonderful experience being on the podcast. And also, congratulations, by the way, on your getting, I think, the type rating. All right, back in fun. January, the citation type rating. Thank yeah. you. That was a lot of fun and a lot of hard work. And I've yeah. been flying at some recently too, so it's been great and you can learn a little bit more about how you got that type rating by using some of your veterans benefits which is pretty yeah cool. that's right we need to do an episode on that i think yeah, yeah yeah and talk a little bit more about that and uh not only can people get them through their scholarships but there's many different places you can go to actually look towards getting using your veterans benefits so that you can actually move forward in in type ratings and, and you're actually a career cfi you're just part-time, right? I'm just part-time. Yeah, yeah, but you do a lot. You but do a lot it, of fun. It's, it's a progression, and it's something I, I love doing, and I'm trying to do more of uh, part-time flying and, and contract work. So what's up next for the Stuck Mike Avcast? Well, I think we're going to continue on uh, our journey of teaching people about flying. Continuing loving to fly and living to fly and learning learning to fly. fly. Always learning. Always, always, always learning. And that's, uh, uh, you know, that was the old mantra. Uh, I remember when I first uh, joined NAFI, you know, uh, good pilots always learning, you know. It's uh, something we we always talked about when I first got my master CFI. And uh, we have some really accomplished pilots that have been on the show. We also have a lot of newbies, and it's nice to hear back from them after they've learned how to actually fly and then moved on to even careers or just moved on to buying an airplane. And we've had people, various guests on that have talked about how to maintain that aircraft, et cetera. But uh, you guys been enjoying the show, by the way? I want to ask you that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's been yeah. great, great it's weather, great, great I mean, aircraft. 
We're, so. we're recording today. It's only Thursday. You know, I mean, I can't wait to see what the weekend's going to be like. <laughs> well, we got about five more minutes, and uh, I wanted to bring in be- before we go into the to the break. And I know uh, Launchpad was going to do that, but uh, Kevin Streeter also is a host and a producer of Let's Talk Flying podcast, and is joining us on the deck uh, of the right here on the uh, open pod night. And kind of one of the things that I need think is really neat. We were talking about this before is how we all interact with all these other podcasts and and it's really we we commingle and uh, we coordinate and sometimes we we really get to be really good friends over the years and uh, welcome and and introduce your your uh, co-host here yeah definitely uh kevin with the less offline podcast uh sitting across from me over here is rob erickson who is uh kind of partnered up with me on this uh feat and uh we're kind of we hit the ground running and yeah. we're just seeing where it takes us. <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to have you guys hang around after the break. We do have a hard break to go to in a, in a couple of minutes. Uh, but one of the things that I think we, we also need to pay tribute to is all the other people that have been on on the Stuck Mike Avcast. And uh, one of the things that I, I think we'd like to talk about, too, is Len Costa. Len Costa, who's the brainchild of it and who I bought the podcast from many years ago, Many years ago, seven years ago, I can't remember now. Uh, he actually is has always still talks about the aviation world and, and flying and all, but he's gone in another direction. That happens, amazingly enough. Uh, and so I know that in ours, and this has been a challenge. I like to bring up challenges. It's been a challenge for some of our listeners uh, to see somebody who was so incredibly passionate about flying uh, actually get out of it and, and move on mm-hmm. to something else. And that's something else that, that I, I like to talk about is the fact that, you know, you can have something that's an avocation and it becomes your job, et cetera, and it can change your life. And you may wind up moving into something different. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, is there? You Not know, at we've, all. Not we've, at all. We've all done that. But, uh, and that's where, you know, even with my life, uh, being in a different job, different career, and moving on to something in aviation related. Never knew I was going to do this. Never knew I'd be the, you know, into podcasting. And uh, television was where I was headed. You know, started in television, uh, did production, cable company, that type of thing, talking head. And then 30 years later, back in TV again, and then started the, the whole podcasting thing up again. Uh, so we never really know. It's truly a serendipitous journey, uh, life is. And uh, it's, it's wonderful, the new friends that we do get to meet here. At, uh, at Sun and Fun. But anyway, I introduced Let's Talk Pl- uh, Flying Podcast, and uh, I really, uh, I've already introduced the folks, and I, I really want to talk a little bit more about your podcast. Before we go to break, uh, tell us a little bit about who else is on the show. A little bit else is on the show is uh, we, we, we don't just cater to one specific audience when it comes to you know other pilots or anything like that. Too. Our, our whole big thing with the podcast when we started it was you know, it kind of, when it goes back to when I was in flight school, I didn't really know where I wanted to go. Uh, what do I want to do when I get done with my ratings? Uh, do I want to go corporate, medical, airlines? What do I want to do? So we bring on a lot of people or we interview a lot of people in all the different kind of podcasts, um, or not podcasts, but like the aviation uh, careers. So uh, we've had, you know, we interviewed uh, Brandon Hempler with the Blue Angels over the summer. I uh, did a great uh, interview with him. Um, and then we've had... Uh, people on there everywhere somebody that flies a 182 through the caribbean you know that's kind of her caper that's what she likes to do she's flown in uh, australia uh you know all those different kind of extravaganzas so uh we we, and anywhere from people working on the airline ramp all the way to an fbo operator that kind of stuff so what does somebody want to do maybe they don't want to fly or they can't fly 
uh, but they still want to be around aviation. So that's the kind of how we cater our podcast. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that first part of the open pod night. It was great getting together with all the podcasters. We're going to have the next episode as the next hour of open pod night at Sun and Fun Live. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Abcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production. Thank you.